Welcome back to the One a Week Podcast, everybody. I'm Matthew. Just kidding. It's just me today. Um, I think Jonas is, like, caught up with, like, some political extremist group. I don't know why they'd want him. He's not, he's not very important. But uh, regardless, the podcast must go on. So therefore, uh, I am going to be talking exclusively, just me, um, your least favorite member of the podcast, about the new, well, it's not exactly new, but um, the reissue of the 2012 debut mixtape by ASAP Rocky, Live Love ASAP. Now, this mixtape came out about 10 or so years ago. It was the debut mixtape by a very well-known rapper these days, ASAP Rocky. But at the time, he was just a member of the ASAP mob out of Manhattan, so not very well-known. But this mixtape very much put him on the map. He got a Pitchfork review out of it. He got a lot of press in the in the music industry from it so obviously this is an important mixtape and the reissue of this tape has also garnered a lot of attention and a lot of people are going back to take a look at it and I guess I am one of those people even though I didn't listen to it until like 2018 because I wasn't listening to rap when I was like 10 but I still think that um Taking a look at it again is important. And there are some modifications to it. Um, there's a couple tracks that are missing, like Kiss and Pink and Out of the World. Kiss and Pink, honestly, I'm kind of glad it's gone because it had a very, very unfortunate uh, singing ASAP Ferg feature that um, definitely was the weakest part of the entire album. And Out of the World... Pretty good closer, but honestly, we got a new track on the on the tape, Sandman, and I like this one a lot better as a closer. It kind of matches the energy of the previous track very well, kind of leaves us on a, a nice closing note. So, there are some things to talk about, and then I could also just talk about, you know, the quality of the tape that we have here. Um, and ASAP Rocky hasn't actually put out that much music. In the past 10 years, he's only got like four major projects. You have this one, you have Long Live ASAP, you have At Long Last ASAP, and then Testing. And this is definitely his best project, if you ask me, by far. Um, Live, Live Love ASAP to uh, Long Live ASAP was pretty good. Uh, Long Live ASAP was a little more expensive sounding, but had less kind of great musical ideas, but it was still a solid tape. Um, At Long Last ASAP um, was was a mixed bag, for sure. And then Testing is probably his worst album for, for a couple reasons. Not going to get into that. Uh, we're here to talk about the, the good stuff. So, people are obviously excited about this, and is the hype justified? Yes, I think very much so. This tape has aged quite well. Hearing it now and imagining hearing it in 2012 when, like, the psychedelic trap scene was small, one could say non-existent, and it's it still sounds fresh today because 
when you're kind of making waves, you make groundbreaking stuff, you know, it usually ages well because you're not kind of falling into the trappings or the cliches of the genre because you're making the genre. And this isn't exactly completely trap rap as we understand it today. It doesn't have like those aggressive drums and hi-hats. It's a lot more spacey than you would um, imagine your average trap album. And it has a lot more thick, thick atmosphere. And that is very apparent from the opening track, Palace. Um, fantastic opener. You have this amazing like choir sample in the beat, and you have these nice drums. And ASAP Rocky comes in with this smooth flow and great hook, great opener. Um, this is kind of a legendary ASAP Rocky track. People have been begging for this to be put on streaming services forever. And I am kind of glad that we got it, and it still sounds great to this day, and, you know, I guess I should get this out of the way, if you're not, like, a, like, a rap fan already, this probably isn't going to appeal to you, it doesn't have, like, that experimental of production, or that amazing writing or lyricism, that's really not what the appeal of this is, now, I do think the production is phenomenal, but it's very cloud rap, early 2010s cloud rap, that era of hip-hop so it's probably not going to change your mind if you're not a big fan of the uh the current state of rap if you're like a like a tupac biggie exclusive hip-hop listener this probably isn't for you but for those of us that like to dabble in the less substantive genres of the hip-hop scene this is a solid, solid tape. And that keep that continues on into Peso, which is a banger. It has some nice retro synths on the round to the hook, a nice sample on the hook. Just the el every every song, all the elements seem to come together. And you'll you'll start a track and you'll be like, yeah, I don't know about this one, you know? Like, what's up? I wasn't very sure about that at the start. But when you realize how well all the elements come together, you can tell a lot of thought went into every single part of the tracks. Nobody is sleeping their way through any of their features or any of the beats or any of the songwriting. It all comes together quite well. And then you got bass, the third track. I love this track, even though it sounds like like there's a it's like a weird compression on it. I'm really not sure if that is the intent or if in like moving this onto Spotify, this track got a little messed up. I don't know. It sounds a little muffled and it kind of disappoints me. Maybe it was always like this. I can't really remember. I haven't listened to this tape in quite a while, but I still really like what's going on. The beat is really good, even though it sounds like I'm listening to it underwater. Um, but and, and again, the hook is great. The verses are slick. He drops a couple great one-liners. He's not, you know, you're, he's not the most lyrical rapper, you know. He's not dropping, like, genre-defining verses. But he's got personality. He's got style. He he keeps calling himself pretty. I've, I still don't know of any other rappers besides Rocky that call themselves pretty. So he's, he's, got, a, he's got a sound. He's distinct. And he really delivers that in spades 
on this whole tape. And then you got brand new guy, banger cut. You got a schoolboy cue feature that goes hard. And then in like the third verse, you got Rocky and schoolboy Q going back and forth with some slick bars. You know, just a, a fun track. Um, schoolboy Q is aggressive. Rocky kind of matches that energy, even though he's usually not that in your face. But again, just comes together really well. And then uh, Purple Swag, actually to mention that, mention this at the beginning of the, the podcast. Um, originally on Live Love ASAP, this was called Purple Swag Chapter 2. It was about two minute and a half longer. It had a Space Ghost perp feature. Um, but this, this edition... Uh, has no feature and it's a lot shorter but the elements of it that work are still there I don't really remember if the Space Ghost perp feature was completely phenomenal or if it was necessary for the success of the song but I still like it it's only like it's less than two minutes long but I I like the beat I like the hook I like how the beat progresses throughout the whole song I think it gives you the whole experience of a great song even in that little two minute window and, you know, it's it still hits. And then you have Get Lit, which, you know, honestly, it took a minute to kind of grow on me. I still think it's not one of the stronger tracks, but I like the warbling synth. The You could, you, you could say it's oscillating. And I like the easygoing mood of the whole thing. You can relax to it. But it's definitely one of, like, the weaker songs the hook is kind of eh. It's just him going, get, 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 lit, lit, lit. You know, better hooks have been written, obviously. But, you know, it fits the mood of the rest of the album. And, you know, it still has enough unique qualities to where I can give it a pass. And I still overall like the track. But then you have Trilla, which is definitely a highlight you have this great like like 70s guitar beat you have this hard-hitting kick drum you have asap's verse at the you have you have rocky's verse because this this song has two other members of the asap mob i i haven't even talked about that um you got asap nast and asap 12 uh the asap mob is an interesting hip-hop collective they formed in 06, I think, um, out of Manhattan, which is where most of the members are from. Um, and they have been quite unsuccessful in kind of becoming a hip-hop hip collective in the league of, like, Brockhampton or Wu-Tang or, like, any other. They're kind of very much a footnote. Um in the in the hip-hop industry and they're really they are really really carried by the success of their popular members like asap rocky asap ferg playboy cardi is technically a member of the asap mob you wouldn't know that because you know he doesn't really affiliate with them that much and his name doesn't have asap in it so really how are you supposed to know but the two ASAP members on this track really do spit. They bring a lot of fire, a lot of a lot of hunger, and a lot of energy to the track on both of their verses. They really they really have a lot of chemistry with Rocky. It fits the beat really well. 
Um, there's not really a hook on this whole thing, but as a posse cut, I guess it's not a posse cut, there's only three people on it, but for our, for our ASAP mob track of the whole thing, goes over quite well. And then you have Keep It G, which I actually like a lot. It has this really, like, like, dreary, like, jazz saxophone trumpet, very, very, like, thick, airy, kind of, like, buzzing, I don't even know what to, like, it's like a, it sounds like a, just like a, like a wind tunnel, but in a good way, like, it adds to the, the atmosphere of the thing, and then there's, it's a lot of, it's a very slow flow from everybody on the track, because you have Chase Infinite and you got Space Ghost Perp on the track. And then I really, really like the hook where it's just like, hey, young blood. I'm not doing it justice. <laughs> You're going to have to listen to it on your own. But it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a sung hook. Um, it fits really nice with kind of the, the dreary vibe of the song. And then you have like ad libs in the background during the hook that like, add a lot of texture to what's going on and again just all the elements of the song really come together and as always rocky has a lot of energy it's got a lot of style and um just just he has he has such it's it's kind of sucks that he doesn't really put out music anymore his last album came out like in 2017 and he's kind of had a feature here and there and that's it he doesn't really have that big of a catalog to go through and his recent appearances on albums have been kind of mid we talked about the young thug album not too long ago and he's on that and it sucks so it it, it is kind of upsetting to to hear rocky in this good of a of of a lane now because I'm like well what could have been you know and he's he's definitely way bigger than he was in 2012 he's obviously very successful he's kind of a household name if if you're a hip hop fan but still it kind of sucks that this is his best album and he has yet to kind of even come close to this in my opinion and then Houston Oldhead for all you all you 90s rap fans out there all you west coasters this is definitely for you um it's got like a nice guitar on the beat um it's it's definitely like the most like in it's kind of it's kind of the most i don't want to say generic that's that's a bad word that that sounds that sounds bad the connotation is negative on that word but it's kind of your most like standard hip-hop song verse hook verse hook um bridge and you know the verses are good and the hook is good but for the rest as as a as a part of this album that's so heavily cloud rap southern rap inspired i still really like the song do not get me wrong but it kind of sticks out with how different it is from the rest it still has unique qualities it still has quality quality production i haven't said this explicitly yet but the production is really the star of the show here i mean rocky is not spitting great verses all the time he's usually just kind of writing a fantastic beat doing a good job of it don't get me wrong but 
the, the beats are kind of carrying here. And I don't mind that. I mean, it's part of the song, and ASAP Rocky usually does a good job as at matching the vibe of the beat, or at least delivering an interesting verse or hook on every song. So, really not much to say there. And then you got Leaf. Leaf is probably my favorite song on the whole thing. It's so thick. It's got like these these vocal samples for the beat that give it like a rhythm. It is so cloudy and trippy, psychedelic kind of. It's definitely songs like this that have inspired the the main kind of trap sphere of what's going on in the in the rap scene today. And I'm it's such a it's such a quality song and the feature is great main main attractions. He does a great job on the thing. Um yeah, this is this is definitely one to write home about. Then you have Roll One Up, which is a quick song. It's probably the most energetic on the whole thing because it's like it's kind of boom bap in its delivery and it's like a it's a it's a roll one up song, you know, roll roll up your joint to this track and get hype. And it's a it's a good it's a good quality kind of version of that. And then you have Demons, which I love demons is kind of the dreariest slowest cut on the whole thing and it's got some amazing like reversed like piano thing going on on the on the run-up to the hook and then the hook has got some great singing and the drums real like the drums have like this like desert nighttime feel like it's it's so icy but it's so hazy at the same time. It's really hard to like describe. It's one of those like mind-bending beats that is kind of like once in a in a generation. I really don't know how to like completely describe the 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 mood that is given off by this whole thing. And then um, Sandman, which I said previously was an addition, um, kind of like <laughs> kind of like DLC to the to the to the mixtape i really like it the hook is amazing the beat is great it matches i don't know if this is a this is a cut from like back then that just didn't make it on or they like made this for the reissue or what but it it matches the quality and the sound and the mood of the rest of the tape and I'm glad it's here. I'm really glad we got a new track that is also of the same quality. And overall, yeah, this is still definitely, definitely his his best tape or album he's ever put out. You have great beats front to back. Uh, Clams Casino on executive production, I think. And good lord, he does an amazing job at kind of carving out this like cloud rap sound that would eventually become the psychedelic trap that you have today and then you have rocky got a lot of personality he knows how to write catchy lines catchy hooks verses that'll kind of stick in your ear that'll that'll play over in your head even when you're done listening and there's just so many highlights all over the whole thing i have listened to this probably like six times this week because it feels so brief but it feels so gratifying there's really no skips 
at all. Um, every track kind of adds something or has some interesting musical idea that you don't want to skip. You want to hear that again. Um, and, you know, it doesn't do anything, like, crazy off the wall. It doesn't have, like, amazing themes. You know, you got your pretty typical, like, rap themes of, like, drugs, girls, uh, you know, partying. But, you know, there's still some... It's not to say it's not... It doesn't have any substance. There are plenty of songs that have something to say or have an interesting take on the current scene of whatever that he's talking about. And, you know, it's unique. It stands out. It's not background music. It's not wallpaper. And it definitely made waves back then. And the reissue is bringing a lot of new attention to it to people who have never heard it because it's just now getting on streaming services. And I really, really hope that more people kind of pay attention to this tape and realize the quality that Rocky can put out and kind of like demand that of him again because he has yet, I think, to kind of reclaim that kind of cloud rap crown that he had back in the day. So, you know, overall, I really like it. Um, I, I, I love it, even. Uh, definitely a, a very, very, very good just rap release. You know, not experimental, not abstract, not just cloud rap. I'm feeling a, an A- minus on it. Good stuff. Um, I don't know how I talked for 21 minutes uh, I imagine it was a pretty boring 21 minutes for most of you because I am not going to be edit editing out all the times I said um and yeah and repeated myself. Uh, sorry about that. My bad. Uh, but currently our editor-in-chief is uh, MIA. So, you know, what can you do? So next week... We 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 had this picked. Well, Jonas had it picked. I didn't I didn't pick it, but I am I'm on board with it. Um, Snail Mail, big name in the indie scene. She is dropping tonight, and obviously that means we will be talking about it next week because it's Snail Mail, and that's a big deal. And the singles have been pretty good, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm sure he's excited because he picked it. So uh, yeah, that's what we'll be talking about next week. Thank you, everybody.